We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Rolling right along. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. Joining us now at University of Miami. Offensive line coach, Garen Justice. Coach, thank you for being with us. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you doing tonight? Doing well. Uh, th- thank you guys for having me on the show. So we have a two-week pause here. How do you think, or do you think it slows down your momentum in any way? It's one of the things Don and I were talking about. You were, you were developing some identity, uh, personality, really just starting to, to, to peak. So how do you get that back when you're allowed to come back? You know, I think it's all how you look at it. I mean, I think you look at one side and say, man, you, you're probably going to lose a lot of momentum and things like that. But the other side of it, you're looking at it and saying, well, yeah, that's unfortunate we're going through this, but it happens to fall right where guys have to finish up their projects. They're probably stressed out about school, doing that, those type things. Also, you're two, three months into the season, and, and some bodies may be able to heal up. Some guys that weren't 100% may be able to come back. And, and now you're also getting – kind of a flash of, hey, football can easily be taken away from you again. So hopefully when the guys come back, they'll they'll have that hunger, that energy. And, and we're, we're just trying to spin this thing as a positive way and, and hopefully allow us to finish out strong in December. Coach, um, first of all, thank you very much for being with us. And uh, big picture again, when, when you look at being 7-1 and one and that you got eight football games in, that's a pretty darn big accomplishment as it is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I know there are times that even in July that we didn't even know if we were going to have a season, and it was it was back and forth the whole time. And again, we get selfish and, and we want more, and we we want to play more. But also, there's been some really really uh, grim outlooks uh, when you look back before the season started. And if you said, "Hey, you'd be seven one, you play eight games," you you'd feel pretty good about it from the fact that it could have easily been taken away at any time. Coach, uh, Don and I were talking about the last game. You go in with uh, a limited amount of offensive linemen. You run about 80-some plays. I don't know if anybody subbed in or subbed out. I'm not sure. But I, I do think it was a performance where your guys really did grind it out. What were your thoughts on the way your guys were able to make it through that game, and how proud were you? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, the performance, <laughs> the performance wasn't the best. So mm-hmm. I guess the, the best term you could use is grind it out because we did find a way to get a win. We played well enough to get a win. Um, but I think the week, you go on in a week and guys don't know if they're going to play that week. Guys, guys are unsure what's happening. They're unsure what the lineup's going to be. Uh, we have Usman who comes off of two weeks of isolation from having having COVID, and, and I mean, for moments like that, you're pretty happy. You're pretty satisfied with with what we're made of. You know, we still got to be a lot better, and we still can't make excuses. But the fact that the guys still found a way to hop on a plane and perform well enough to win. You're still very, very happy with what what we're doing, Coach. How's the big man doing? Fifty five, Devon Donaldson. I, I just, I, uh, I just, I enjoy watching him play. I, I'm looking forward to the day he can get back out there and help us. Yeah, I mean, Vaughn's a uh, he's a guy that we've we've tried to really take care of as far as bringing him back slowly with his rehabs for the fact that he is a bigger man and. Um, that being a, a major joint in his body that, that carries half of his weight, we've got to be really, really careful with how we go about that. So we've we've been taking our time with our, our progress with that, and Vaughn's been doing well. And he actually got the green light to go for Virginia Tech game. And we going into the game though, we really didn't want to use him unless it was an emergency because we still don't feel great where he's at as far as his conditioning and and, and being ready to roll. But Vaughn uh, was ready. Vaughn was excited and. And hopefully we can get to mix him in more here in the next couple of weeks. I watched him in pregame warm up a little bit at center. The ball looks like a raisin in his hand. <laughs> no, he, he is a he is a giant man. There, there's not many people that, that I go around that I feel small around, and, and Navon's one of those. How are uh, how are your two guys? You had two guys that played a lot last year. Uh, they're still young guys. They battle pretty hard. Uh, Jakai wasn't eligible to go uh, in the last game because of uh, uh, circumstances. But Zion and Jakai, two really bright kids, uh, both not from South Florida, come into this program, played a lot of football. Where, where are they in their progress? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really pleased with both those guys. I mean, and the same reason they found a way to, to step in and be part of the starting lineup last year is the same reason they have this year. I mean, they're, they're reliable, do-right kids who do their best to – do what you're trying to coach them to do, and um, plus they have ability and talent to go with that. So they're they're good young players. I mean, we sometimes forget that they're true sophomores, and for an offensive lineman, that's that's rare that guys can walk in the door and help out and, and be a significant part of what you're doing. But uh, their growth, I think, has been a lot better this year, just for the fact that the game's finally starting to slow down for them being their second year uh, playing college football. But can't say enough nice things about those guys. Really like where they're at. And they've been really two of our more consistent guys this season. Coach, you know, I don't want to leave out Jared Williams. And I, and I feel that almost uh, a lot of people that are Miami fans or South Florida that follow this team, they really don't know enough about him. He's at the right tackle. He transferred from Houston. But he has been uh, – he was a breath of fresh air for that offensive line. And aside from that, I guess he had the, the game uh, where he was injured where he didn't start. Other than that, he's brought a lot of consistency to that right tackle spot. Yeah, he, he really has. And Jared's a, a quiet kid who just has walked in the room and the guys have accepted him with open arms, and, and he's been steady since day one. I mean, he's he's shown a slight progression. Now, he had – 
he had a little finger deal at, at Clemson, which is, is, is setting back some. That's kind of why we held him out with Pitt because just it wasn't ready with how they were configuring his finger or whatever for the game. And, um, but he's been a day in day out worker. He's done all the right things. Um, has a great attitude. Is great for the room and and really he's a guy you look back on and you say, man, I'm, I'm glad we picked him up because. Um, it's like the Virginia Tech game, for example. You can't play that game if a guy like Jared Williams is not available. And uh, Jared's been been there week in and week out and ready to go for us. Coach, what's it like between yourself, Coach Lashley, Coach Likens? All of you guys share, I think, similar philosophies. You've all been coordinators. What's that creative process like each week? Yeah, well, it's, it's nice not um, – it's nice having other guys in the room that, I mean, everyone's pulling their weight as far as bringing ideas. And I think it allows Coach Lashley to, to not feel like the burden's on him to, to have to bring every idea offensively to the table. So, and, and Rhett does a, an unbelievable job as far as managing that and, and, and making sure that we get the best game plan to help us win. But uh, it's nice just when you're talking in a room of, like, it's one thing to, to suggest a call or it's one thing to do that. But just like anything – unless you've had to actually call it or you've been in that seat. And so, so a lot of times, for example, I may say, man, this would be really good, but it's going to be hard to get those reps in. It's going to be hard to get that called uh, for for Saturday. Or, hey, I know this this may be a good idea, but this is not who we are and it's not what – you know, I mean, just, I, I think sometimes when you've never called it, it, it you sometimes it's hard to lose this – or get out of the scope of what the offense coordinator wants. So I think that's been a big help for Rhett. And uh, it's been a big help for me to see in, see in the way a, a really good offense coordinator like Rhett does it. And uh, it's been a good experience all around. Coach, I, I don't know that all of our, our fans or our listeners realize this, but you were a head coach at a very, very young age. And, and how did that benefit you today? When you, when you look back at that experience and – I think you told me that you were the head coach, but also watched the weight room when you when you had that job, right? Or you oversaw some of that? Yeah, well, <laughs> when you're yeah, when you're in Division Two, you, you wear a lot of hats. It's, it's not not a whole lot different in high school in a lot of ways. Uh, the only difference is, is we're allowed to give scholarship money. And um, you know, when I first got the job, I was 28 years old, uh, was four years removed from being a GA, or two years removed from being a GA, four years removed from playing. Um, so it just it came upon it came really really quick. It happened really really quick as far as um, that course. But yeah, a thing that's been really really cool. It's it's made me appreciate the equipment managers. It made me appreciate the strength yeah. staff. It's made me appreciate those different positions. And also, it's allowed me to be a much better assistant because now I try to keep things off of Coach Diaz's desk because as a head coach, the last thing you want to worry about is something small and minor that an assistant could take care of. And I think a good assistant's the type of guy that tries to do his best to minimize the work of the head coach, and you need to assist the head coach and help him do his job. So I think that's the biggest thing. And then also understanding just how the whole team works together. It's like, hey, this may be great for the offense, or this may be great for the offensive line, but this may not benefit the defense. <laughs> this may not benefit the a position room uh, on the defensive line. I think once you've been in charge of a team, it's easier for you to see the big picture. Coach, how is the recruiting trail for you? I guess it's not really much of a trail. It's more of a recruiting Zoom, I, I suppose. 
Yeah, it's, it's such a such a different ball game right now. Everything's social media, phone calls, that. I mean, they've, they've got us grounded as far as not being allowed to go out and, and see coaches and, and watch kids practice and do those types of things. And uh, that's something as a coach that you you kind of like because now you don't have to travel as much, but at the same time you miss because you miss those interactions and you miss really getting to see your eyes on potential recruits. So it's, it's going to be a really tricky year for everyone involved in college football as far as really identifying players off of film, uh, seeing what they can do from there, and, and trying to get a great feel of who they are as people just through phone calls. Coach, I can't go through a, a conversation with you without asking about how my man Corey Gaynor's doing, our, our center. Is he, uh, how's he progressed this season, and how's he adapted to this offense? You know, I think I think Corey, just just from what I can gather from the past, is Corey's been a guy who's always tried to lead. He's always tried to, to get the other guys going along and, and has done a pretty good job with the leadership role, and I don't know if the, the guys in the past have ever really let him do that to the full ability. And I think a really a credit to the other guys is, is they've let Corey lead this year. And uh, Corey's, I mean, week in, week out, Corey's probably been one of our most consistent guys. Um, he's, he's kind of the heartbeat of the room. He's the guy that's probably the most balled in in the room. I mean, not to say the other guys are not, but he's, he is the alpha of the room. I mean, he's, He's the one that everyone looks up to, and, and he makes my job easier as a coach. And I'm glad we have Corey. Um, he's just a steady, reliable guy that's, that you can count on week in and week out to be there, and, and he keeps getting better every week. All right, before we let you go, what do we got planned for Thanksgiving? Do we have a, a big bird on the table? What, what do you have planned for Thanksgiving? Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, pretty standard, just just my wife and my daughter. Um, so it's just us three. Uh, okay. So we'll – We'll just uh, we'll have a small turkey and and just the traditional stuff, traditional sides, dressing, mashed potatoes, corn, stuffing, not, not, nothing crazy. Uh, but but it's nice to uh, the the good thing about this is now you're able to, I mean, you take a seat, you take a step back, and everything's on pause, and and you get frustrated with it. But at the same time, you look at it, and it's like, hey, when during Thanksgiving week. Do I get to spend time with my family? <laughs> and uh, right. we're getting there now. And, and uh, so you, you kind of got to look for those tiny little blessings, everything you do. And it's been great for us to go spend more time together. All right, Coach. Thank you for being with us. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. All right. Talk to you soon, Coach. All right. We'll see you. All right. That's All right. offensive line coach Garen Justice joining us. Okay, when we come back, Don, we're going to talk a little basketball. We'll move our attention to Jim Laranega, then Katie Meyer, and then you and I will talk a little bit about the college football playoff, uh, which is being revealed here in the next couple of moments. I will look forward to it. All right, so we'll continue right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.